0: Me, me not good to have this and sing night <clears throat> we're going to read some scriptures and sing some songs, and I've entitled the format for tonight make me a servant or we'll preface what we're going to do with uh, I did not think anyone here needed to know how to or why to or even if they needed to be a servant. I have been associated with several local congregations throughout my life being raised in the church. I've never been in a group with more dedicated servants in this group here. So this is merely encouragement. You know, when we sing, we sing praises to God, we sing encouragement to one another, and that's what we're going to do tonight. We want to be encouraged to be even better servants. And uh, for those that are just beginning their walk, to encourage them to be better servants. And for those that may not have started their walk and their service, uh, to do that even possibly tonight. So we're going to start with a few scriptures. And I've told you why I picked this topic. And uh, I didn't pick it because I personally am a great servant. I picked it because you have served me. Uh, I, I can speak with authority on this because I've seen you serving, not just me, but Joanne and I have benefited greatly here, and uh, that was one reason. So we want to look at why do we become a servant, and how do we improve our service. Jesus was a servant. We want to be like Jesus, and we can't wait to try to be like him. We have to continually try to be more like him. And we need to serve God as he did. And we need to serve not just physically as he did, but spiritually as he did. Mark 10, verses 42 and 45. But Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them. And their great ones exercise authority over them, yet it should not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Luke 20 and verse 20, 12 and verse 20. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you then whose will those things be that you have provided? Time is of the essence. We aren't guaranteed another second of time. And so we must be busy about becoming a servant, not put it off until later or one day in the future. 2 Corinthians 6, 1-6. We then as workers together with him, that would be Jesus, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain, for he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is this accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no offense in anything that our ministry may not be blamed. But in all things, we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments in tumults and labors, in sleeplessness and fastings, by purity and knowledge and long-suffering, in kindness by the Holy Spirit and by sincere love. Galatians 6 and 2. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any, any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering him, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's Burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. We're going to sing three songs that convey those very thoughts that we just read. If <clears throat> you want to follow along in your hymns in the supplement number ninety-seven, Servant's Song. Hmm. While this day is mine number one nineteen in the supplement mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. let me some be of kindness while
2: God, our Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name, Father. We have a Father such, so full of loving kindness and grace, long-suffering and mercy. Truly, how great thou art, Father. We humble ourselves before you at this time. We thank you for this another day that you've given us, a beautiful day. Father, we know that you created all things, and all things were created for you and for your glory, Father. We thank you so much for allowing us to be a part of that. We're thankful for this opportunity we have to sing praises under your name. And Father, as we think about being a servant, we can't help but think about Jesus his willingness to leave his heavenly home, come to this earth to serve you and to serve others. And Father, we pray that you'll help us to have a heart like Jesus. Help us have the desire, the longing to serve you as he did and let your will be done and not ours. Father, as you think about being a servant, we know that this must be done out of love and not out of necessity. And Father, we need your help. We need your help by giving us the opportunities to serve others, dear Lord. We also need your help to give us the wisdom to see these opportunities and to act on them and do and say the right things. And Father, I believe with all my heart that you will answer our prayers with that. You'll give each and every one of us opportunities each and every day to to serve a brother or sister or a stranger along the way. Father, please give us the wisdom to see those opportunities and to, and to do the right things that your name will be glorified in all things. Father, we're so thankful for the congregation that meets here, as our good brother said, is such a loving group, and we're always looking towards others and how we can bear their burdens. And Father, we pray that you'll continue to bless us, watch over us. Oftentimes, Father, though we fail you in our service to others and to you, I know I do, Father, I pray for forgiveness of these things, and I pray that you'll help us to realize that you are a forgiving Father, that your promises are true. Father, we're thankful most of all for your Son and our Savior, the example that he, he set, the life that he lived, and the death that he died, so that we all may be in heaven with you when this short life is over. Father, let us use our time efficiently. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.
0: In just a moment, Daniel's going to come and lead us in three songs. Before he does that, we want to look at a few more scriptures. Philippians 2, verses 9 and 11. These scriptures are going to tell us we must humble ourselves in order to be a true servant and to be a successful servant. And what needs to drive us to do that is love. Love for God. Love for our fellow man love for our brethren verse 9 let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit but in lowliness and mind let each esteem others better than himself let each of you look out not only among only for his own interest but also for the interest of others let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That the name of Jesus, every name, should bow of those in heaven, of those on the earth, and those under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. 1 John chapter 4, verses 7-12 through 12, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. If this is the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent his only begotten son into the world, that he might live, that we might live through him. Is this not love? In this love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be propit- propitiation for our sins. We loved, if God so loved us, we ought to love each other. No one has seen God at any time, but if we love one another, God abides in us, and his love has been perfected in us. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 through 8. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I have become a sounding brass or clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries of all, all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and give my body to be burned, but not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long, and is kind. Love does not envy, love does not parade itself, it's not puffed up, it does not behave rudely, it does not seek its own, Is not provoked thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And finally, in Luke chapter 10, verse 27. So he, that would be the lawyer, answered Jesus saying, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus told him he had spoken wisely. We must love God above all things, with everything that we have. We must love our neighbor, even our brethren, even as we love ourselves, Brother Daniel.
3: Number 21 in the supplement on bended knee.
0: Serve, And in order to serve, well, we have to sacrifice. We must sacrifice things, we must sacrifice time, we must sacrifice a lot. And that's what makes it a sacrifice. And in doing so, we ourselves become a sacrifice as we offer ourselves in God's service. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you're not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. 1 Peter 4, verse 16, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this manner. In John 13, 34 and 35, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By all this, or by this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Eric's going to lead us in three songs.
2: Uh, Number 19 in the small book, Sanctuary. Number 19... 130 in the small songbook, <clears throat> Let It Be Me, <clears throat> number 130. Don't know if we've ever sung this year before. If we have, it's not it's been a long time, but I think it's simple enough we're just going to sing it. Mm-hmm. let me be. 394 in a large songbook, Love One Another. 394.
0: So many examples among us of servants. Our elders and their wives and their families. Our deacons and their families. And every family represented here at Timberland Drive. We're all servants. And as I mentioned in the beginning, I've never been around a better group of servants. We have all these examples to look to. But sometimes, even as Randy prayed, we're looking for opportunities. We wonder, well, what can I do? Romans 15, verses 1 through 7. We then who are strong ought to bear the scruples of the weak, not to please ourselves, let us please his neighbor for, each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification, for even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. That may, now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another. According to Christ Jesus, that you may with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. There are opportunities. We barely have to look for opportunities. We pray for opportunities. Let us be busy about taking advantage of those opportunities and doing what God has instructed us to do and as we love one another more every day. It is so much appreciated by those who are being served and it is so good for us as we serve. Brother Jerry is going to come lead us in a song about things that we can do to serve others.
2: Oh, the things we may do, 536, a large song. Oh.
0: going to make a few comments and then Reagan's going to come and offer an invitation and Jerry will have our song of encouragement after that and then we're going to have a closing song before the closing prayer. These songwriters and hymn writers are talented and have been through the ages and so they can put things into words that we stumble over sometimes. So I just want to read the lyrics from a couple of songs before Reagan comes and offers invitation. Number six hundred and seventy-two in the hymnal, all above all, love. If I speak with the tongues of men and angels, and we read this scripture earlier, if I have the gifts of prophecy and faith. If I give all I possess and I give my body as a sacrifice, if I have not love, I'm nothing after all. Love is patient, love is kind, envy is not. Never boastful, never rude, filled with pride. Love is never self-seeking and is not easily provoked to wrath. Love hates evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love protects us and trusts. And always perseveres, never failing. Love will never pass away. In the path of love, the Savior walked and humbly gave himself to die. And the path of love leads straight to Calvary. Help us, Lord. Help us to love you with the heart and all our soul. Teach us, Lord. Teach us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Make us understand. Understand that loving one another is the only way. May our hearts be moved to imitate your love. And lastly, song number 477, My Task. To love someone more dearly every day to help a wandering child to find this way, to ponder o'er an over thought and pray, and smile when evening comes, to follow truth that blind men long for light, to do my best from dawn of day till night, to keep my heart fit for his holy sight and answer when he calls, and then my Savior by and by to meet. When faith has made her task on earth complete, I lay my homage at my Master's feet, within the Jasper walls, within the Jasper walls. Brother Reagan.
3: Would you turn again to Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10 um, and verse 42. I noticed something that I wanted to share with you from this text. But before I do, I have a question for you. Um, I was listening to an interview with a uh, Olympic gold medalist swimmer, uh, and he's been retired for, uh, oh, maybe 20 years or so now, but somebody who reached the very height of his Uh, professions um, at that time, and and he was talking about competitiveness, and uh, I I guess my question is in regard to what we've thought, thought about tonight, are servants born or made? are Olympic gold medalists born or made? Well, I think we can probably acknowledge that there's some of both uh, that's found in that. And he was talking about competitiveness. Uh, And he said uh, that he shares a trait with Michael Jordan and a number of other people who are known for being fiercely competitive. He said he always hated to lose more than he loved to win. And so I'm just curious among the people here, uh, which would be true of you? If you had your choice between the two, would you love to win more or would you hate to lose more? Who are my love to win people? Love to win people. Okay, he's got some love to win people. Who are my hate to lose people? Okay. Uh, isn't that interesting? Uh, for me, I'm, I'm absolutely a hate to lose person. I can, I can recall with such vividness those times when I failed, those times when I lost, and then those times when I was very, very successful is all just kind of hazy, and I remember some good thoughts, good emotions But those times that I lost, that was something that really stuck out to me. And yet, when we think about service, all of us are called to be servants, whether that's something that comes naturally to us or not, right? Can I hear your head rattle on that? We're all called to be servants, whether that comes naturally to us or not. Well, notice something, if you would, with me in the text there in Mark chapter 10 and verse 42. Jesus called them to himself... And he did that because they were arguing about who was greatest uh, in the kingdom. And specifically, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, well, we know from another gospel is actually their mother came and said, hey, can my son sit on your right hand and left hand in your kingdom? All the other apostles were upset about that because they didn't think to ask first. Uh, They had this competitiveness among them about who was going to be the greatest. And Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many." It's interesting to me that, that Jesus says whoever desires to become great among you. What does that imply? There are some who really don't desire, don't have that desire to be great in that sense. And he says whoever desires to be first among you. What does that imply? There are some who just don't have that great desire to be first. Just like there are some people who have, don't have a great desire to win. Or some people who love winning more than they hate losing. We're wired differently in that way. But Jesus was speaking to men who on this occasion were arguing about who was going to be the greatest among them. And so he uses that competitiveness, if you want to put it in those terms, and he says you have to channel that toward what is really important. And that is service, being a slave to all. Uh, I like the way Paul puts it in Romans chapter 12. I think it's verse 16, right around there where he says you have to outdo one another in showing honor, in showing preference, in putting others before yourself. Outdo one another in doing that. I concur with what David said, and I think this service was just wonderful for us to be reminded about how many wonderful servants we have in this congregation. And for some of you, service comes naturally. That's something that you're really good at. It's easy for you. For others of us, it's something that comes a little harder. We have to work a little more in in doing that. But all of us, whatever our natural inclinations are, are called to be servants. And the number one reason for that is so that we might be like the one who served us, so that we might be like Jesus Christ. And so let us all be working to be servants in that way, whether it comes naturally to us or not, Because we know that this is what we have been called to be, servants as he was a servant. And the greatest example that we are given of that is in the service he gave to have our sins forgiven by coming and dying on a cross. And so if you're here this evening and you're not yet a Christian and you perhaps have seen the service of others, the service of Christians perhaps in your life, I can speak on behalf of those Christians that their desire is for you to see their good works and glorify their Father in heaven. To see their good works and that it draws you closer to the one who is the greatest servant in Jesus Christ. And so if we can help you to come to Christ even this evening, to put Him on in baptism, to be more as He has called you to be, uh, there is nothing that we would love more. So I want you come now while together we stand and while we sing.
1: I was at all